booth from backstage. Go backstage. Can you go check the sign-in sheet and then check that everyone is in their dressing rooms? One of the house managers just stuck their head in and said they saw some weird social media post from one of the actors that definitely weren't taken inside the building. Sign-in sheet has everyone here. Yeah, I saw everyone signed in too. I wouldn't have handed the house over if I thought someone wasn't here. Check dressing rooms. I'm gonna try to pull up this Instagram post or whatever it is and see if I can figure out what's going on. Ah, damn it. Reception in this building's terrible. I'm gonna step out of the lobby and see if I can get any signal. I'll be back in two minutes. Stage management, going off comm. When we last left the agents of RSL, they had taken on a new mission. They were told to look into the disappearance of quite a few people. They got a ton of information that they parsed and took it back to the Rainbow House and have many more questions than they have answers. But isn't that what always happens with RSL? They decided they were going to split up and conquer, but not split up in sending them four ways to the wind, because we know how well that goes. Agent River and Agent Ross find themselves standing on the corner of Eddie and Hyde in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco. Traffic is kind of bustling today, and there is a lot of unhoused people around this area. Is this the same day? No. It would be the next day. It would be a Sunday. Okay, cool. Looking at the street where you're at, you see a, a sign, Ross, that clearly says the A&E Theater and a billboard above it that has neon lights that are burnt out that says the Chambers Hotel. I was not expecting that. Wow, I guess it really is here. Okay, what do I see? You see the A&E Theater, and then underneath it says the Axis and Egress Theater, and the Chambers Hotel. Well, it's, uh, yeah. I was getting the impression it was not going to be here, but here it is. Y you see the theater, too? I do. It's a good sign. Maybe. Eh, alright, let's, uh, it looks like it's been out of commission for a minute. Um, I guess let's go inside and see who's here. Uh, I guess so. So you head to the front door, and the door itself to the theater is on Hyde Street, and it's currently locked. Is there a bell or anything? There is. Uh, across the street, there's also a bodega and a little bit of a bar and restaurant, Caddy Corner as well. But yeah, there is a bell. You ring it? Yeah, I think we're going to ring it. Okay. It's one of those loud, old-timey kind of bell-like alarm type things. You can hear it from where you're at. A few moments later, the darkened glass has a curtain pulled aside, and you see a short blonde fellow look outside, waves his hand, and then closes the curtain. Waves like, hi, or waves like, get away from here? Like, get away from here. Uh, I'll knock on the door. Go away! Hi, sorry, just had a couple questions. Um, is this still the Amy Theater? Yes, I said go away. We're on hiatus. For how long? Until we decide to come back. Why are you so nosy? Don't answer that, just go away. We're looking into the case of uh, several missing persons. 
the hell's that have to do with us? Do you, do you know uh, Johan Wieck? A few moments later, the curtain draws open again and still behind the glass. Yeah, and if you see him, tell him he owes us a lot of money. When did you last see him? Couple months ago. Where? Who are you, the cops? And pull out my badge and, and flash it to him very quickly. I guess so, huh? Guess so. He hasn't been here since since that whole thing went down. You said you talked to him a couple months ago. Yep. That whole thing went down... Wasn't it August? In August, yeah. That's uh, more than a couple months. I'm sorry. I mean, I count months like you do. Is that a crime? You gonna arrest me for it? Just wanted clarification, because that would be a interesting development if it was actually a couple months and not August. Do you know uh, how he uh, happened to choose this theater? Go get me a coffee. Two creams, one sugar. Fair enough. He closes the drape. I guess I'll run to the bodega real quick and grab that. Okay. Are there any any uh, nearby homeless people? There are a lot. There's quite a few lined up next to the building. Uh, hey, Ross, get an extra coffee and, and uh, a bagel. All right, sounds good. Uh, how do you take your coffee? Cream and sugar. Okay. You head across and you're able to, to get those, no problem. Okay, I want to look, go to um, one of the nearby people. And... Hi. Uh, hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, you... Is, is this theater uh, been here for, for a long time? What? A&E Theater. You familiar with it? What theater? I point to the sign. Hang on, buddy. I, I... There's this counselor lady that comes by every once in a while. She might be able... She might be able to help you out. That's... That's a grocery store. Right. Uh, my mistake... That's a pretty big mistake. You, you, do you need any help, my friend? Um, I got it covered. It's all okay. Right. How about you? you uh, obviously, uh, you're not you're you're not doing all right, but uh, you hanging in there? Yeah. Thanks for thanks for asking. Ah, uh, well, tough times, huh? A grocery store get a lot of business? Uh, not really. I mean, they they sometimes people go in. You know, they're okay. I think they're a little bit a little bit too expensive on their malt liquor. You know, I mean Silver Thunder should be a dollar twenty-five. It's what it was in the nineties. Why is it two fifty now? I mean shit, got can a guy get drunk in peace? And then for less than the a quarter of ten bucks? Yep, being poor is getting more and more expensive all the time. Fucking preach, brother. Ross returns with the two coffees and a Diet Coke and a bagel. Okay. I'm going to slip a $20 bill into the uh, wrapper of the bagel and give the homeless guy the bagel and, and the cup of coffee I asked for. Oh, thanks, man. Thank. Oh. And then he quickly hides it. Th thank you very much. You had good luck to you. You too. Find anything inter interesting? Oh, uh, let's go uh, knock on the door of this grocery store here. Grocery store? We'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, knock on the window. Pulls back a little bit, and you see the guy peeking out. 
hold the coffee up. He unlocks the door, steps outside, turns around and locks it with some keys. He takes the coffee. Hope you've got good shoes. We're going for a walk. Okay. All right. And he heads down Eddy Street. And there's quite a few people out and about walking. I'll follow behind him. So what do you want to know about Johan? Well, I mean, what we'd really like to know is where he is. But uh, if we could get in touch with uh, any friends of his. I don't know if he's got any friends. He's an asshole. Yeah, we gathered that much. Um, so the thing that happened in August, what do you know about it? He decides that he's going to rent out our theater, rent out part of the hotel upstairs. He's the only, he and his crew are the only ones there, plus the staff. And then he ghosts us. And so do the other people. And we try to reach out to them and nothing, nada. Zip, zilch. Did they ever show up? Yeah, they showed up. And what, they just... They showed up, they, they did, they, they did, uh, they showed up, they showed up mostly prepared, they did a performance, and that was it. I mean, apparently they, they sold a bunch too, because the house was packed from what I saw. They just showed up and did a performance, like the same day? It was like the next day or so. Interesting, I don't, I thought it was some more rehearsals, but. If it was rehearsal, then why did they have so many people in the audience? I, I must be mistaken. Yeah, we must have gotten bad information, I thought that this was their first meeting, they wouldn't have had a chance to rehearse. Did you see the show? No, not my not my type of thing. I try to stay away from that type of stuff. I stick to more uh, more of I like I like stand up better. I don't like yeah, just this wasn't my, my scene. Uh so so the money he owes you was for, for that rental. Yeah. And you haven't had a sh another show since? Yeah we've had a couple. Nothing big. I mean a couple couple, you know we got a, a woman that comes in, does a one-woman show, talks about times, lives, and trials, and stuff like that. Something, something, soccer mom. And then we've got an open mic, open mic, uh, uh, stand-up thing. That's that's usually where I'm at. While we're like walking and talking, I'm kind of Google those things, any show he mentions, to see if I can find any record of it online. No. Um, are you familiar with uh, somebody named uh, Morum Bath or? Legendary Foster or Captain Jack? No. Sorry, I, I I forgot to ask. What is your name? I go by Cass, as Castellan. And are are you the owner of the theater? Uh, let's just say that I, I I work with the theater. Ownership's a bit murky. In the the hotel upstairs is are you affiliated with them too, or is that separate? Again, that's kind of murky. The LLC has some. Uh, some things to it. What is the LLC's name, please? Uh, I'm sure you could find that. Uh, let me guess. They've, they've, their address is a post office box in Delaware, right? Uh, Montana, but yeah. Well, that's different. Oh. Why, would Delaware have been better? Delaware is very business friendly. Ah, so is Montana. Well, for whatever reason, like something like, like you know, 80% of the corporations in America are registered in Delaware. Yeah. When when this one was done, it was done in Helena. Ever been to Helena? Can't say I have. I will not answer. So I, I haven't been able to find anything online about this hotel. Are they still in business? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think our prices are pretty solid, you know. 
How are you guys getting bookings? I can't find you anywhere. Oh, usually it's walk-ins. We get a lot of folks that do by the hour, if you know what I mean. Got it. And then I, these shows you're mentioning, is it, how do you spread the word about it? Just word of mouth? There's no social media? Posters. Posters. We don't, we don't, we try not to give too much into the whole, uh, you know, the, you know, the blood in the lake type thing. I'm surprised you're still open with the, the way the San Francisco theater market is. Yeah. Like I said, LLC kind of murky. Uh, right. You have any upcoming shows scheduled? Uh, open, open mic tonight. Open mic tonight. What time? Uh, we open at seven. The uh, we do have somebody coming in that's a, a national headliner, um, and they should be on around eleven, eleven fifteen. And uh, I think we're depending on how much material they got, but I, the they like to workshop out. You know, maybe 15, 20 minutes, half hour material. I mean, it would normally be like a $60, $70 ticket. You know, five bucks in, five bucks will get you in. And, you know, if you buy two beers, uh, you know, we're, we're quite happy. If you don't drink beer, you can buy two beers for somebody else, right? Any winks? Uh, is this anybody we might have heard of? I can't talk. I can't. I can't say. Ah. Uh, it's one of those things. But well, maybe we'll check it out. Like I said, it's a $60 ticket, you know, most of the time elsewhere national tour a couple uh tv shows on the streaming on those uh you know streaming streaming networks type things well no well that's that's interesting i i yeah i might i might check that out mm-hmm. um i got a i got a i got a question though um you um over there the yeah you and he points at ross hmm where uh, where have I seen you from? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not anyone. I'm not like online much. No, no, no. Your face looks familiar. I don't do the online thing. I don't. I don't dive into that 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 lake of blood at all. Um, do you go to the? Do you have to go to the burn ever? Oh, you're one of those. No, no, that's not it. And you notice he's not looking you in the eyes. He's actually looking just a little bit above at your forehead. Do I recognize this person? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. One of those faces, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, guess we all wear a mask, right? Right. I don't. That's for the other folks. Yeah, well, sometimes it's safer. You wear the mask. But, you know... Oh, 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 shit. Sorry, didn't mean it cross this tattered road, but do you mean that, like, you wear no mask? You reach up and touch my face. Um, I mean, I don't mean... Honestly, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> That's okay, it's a good thing. Oh, shit, this coffee tastes like ass. Oh, I appreciate it, though. They can never get it right. They can never, ever get it right. Yeah, I feel like bodega coffees are... Either the best coffee in the world or just shit. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh Alright, well, I gotta get back to work. I gotta go prep some things and and uh you know, set up some chairs. Uh but it's been lovely chatting with you. Sure. Um maybe we'll see uh the open mic. Yeah, hope so. Take care, Thale and Vale. Been good seeing you guys. Sorry who? Bye. He walks to the door, opens it up, and then closes it behind him. Well, that was weird. Yeah. He was looking at my forehead, which uh, 
something I had almost forgotten about some mark on my forehead from the burn. Oh, with something to do with uh, all that stuff? Yeah. Well, I think we'd better uh, let the others know, because I think we're all going to want to visit the theater tonight. Yeah. Is there a separate door for, like, the hotel? Yes, there is. I think I'd like to also look into that. Okay, for, first I, I will pull out my brand new phone that I got this morning. Okay. And and uh, uh, send a text to the... I'll send it to the group chat. I had a very interesting chat with the manager of the A&E Theater. And they're having a show tonight, which I think we should attend. 7 p.m. After River sends the text, I will tag on that Johan owes the theater money. If this is an angle they want to try to use while they're investigating his apartment. Screen wipe to Rowan and Reagan. You go to the address that's listed for Johan Vieg. And you see it's a multi-person dwelling. It's a larger home that's been split up into four apartments. His apartment is on the second floor, and you see there is a balcony. There is also a rattan chair that's hanging on the balcony. A nice, you know, high-backed swinging chair. All right, well, let's try the direct approach first, I guess. Your phone buzzes. We'll look down at it. It's a message from River and Ross. Hmm. I'll text back. Copy that. Did they... Well, I hate that it sounds like they maybe found something. It sounds... Yeah, it sounds like they actually found something there. Which... Not oh. Not quite sure what that bodes. Vexing. Hmm. Isn't it just... Okay, well, not a great sign for maybe whatever we're about to get into either, so... Yeah. Keep your eyes open, stay alert. Oh, pumpkins today. <sighs> I'd like to never encounter that, just saying. It was deeply unpleasant. <laughs> Alright, well, um, let's try going up and knocking on the door to see what happens. Lead the way. Alright. And I will do so. Walk up to the door and... I won't do the cop knock, I'll just do like a friendly couple taps. The door opens and you see a gentleman about 50 years old, has longish curly hair. His eyes are kind of wide naturally. And uh, he has very thick rimmed black glasses on and a welcoming smile. Like... You see his smile, and you involuntarily smile back at him. He opens the door. Hey. Hi, good afternoon. Uh, I'm Redacted. Um, we're looking for uh, Johan Vick. Uh, Johan's gone. Johan's not here right now. Oh, uh, is he out? Do you know when he'll be back? Uh, his smile drops. No. No, uh, I mean, I can take a message. I mean, that's not a problem at all. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, I'm Morum. Morum, pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I give him my warmest smile. He smiles back, and he kind of, like, puffs his chest out a little bit, like, yeah. But not in a... It's, it's not in a flirtatious manner, just more of, hi. We're actually in the midst of, uh, of an investigation about uh, Johan and a couple of the other people who went 
missing. Oh. All right. Um, are you are you are you with the the police or? We're well. Yes, and I'll I'll reach in and then pull out my badge and show it to him. Not do the quick flip. Do the the like proper. You can see I'm FBI. Oh. All right. Um, but also, I'm not here with a warrant. I'm. I just wanted to come and ask some questions and see if there's yeah. anything that I can find out. We want to try to find these folks. I, I hope. Yeah. Anything I can do to help. I, I. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. Thank you so much. Oh, hi. I'm. I'm Morum. And he extends his hand to you, Regan. Hi. I'm Redacted. Ooh. Nice. Uh, come on in. Have a seat. The house is set up like '70s Bohemian chic. There are plastic beads in doorways. There is a ton of natural light in here, and it looks like the lighting uh, for this room would only be from some, you know, small desk lamps or table lamps. No overhead lighting. The couch looks exceptionally comfortable. Uh, it has a pillow and a blanket on it. And uh, currently sitting there are uh, three cats in various poses of rest. Oh, oh, uh, don't mind them, guys. Guys, move, move. Come on. He, he shoes them off. Oh, I don't mind them. I love cats. Oh, yeah, they can stay. Oh, well, well, all right. You look around, and there are tchotchkes on the wall. There's a lot of black and white pictures on the wall. You see on the bookcase, there are a few smaller antique-style cameras. There's a, uh, you know, a few Leicas. There's a couple small handhelds film and digital cameras as well, and a lot of guerrilla filmmaking material. There's also a 74-inch television that's currently on, but the screensaver is on, with a company name never touching the corner. It's so frustrating how they never do that. <laughs> right? And you wait for it, you wait for it, and then when it gets close, you're like, yay! It bounces just off the corner, off into another direction. It's it's infuriating. Uh, I kind of find some zen in that, you know. It's it's. Uh, I watch it, and it helps me remember not everything's perfect. I guess there's something to that. So, are you uh, the photographer? Are you no, is this no, your equipment? That, that's Johan's stuff. No, I do a lot of the editing. I do oh. do some film editing when he lets people touch things, but I also do some other freelance editing work too. Um, here's my card. Oh, thank you. Take it, pull out my little card holder and slip it in there. I'll, I'll also give him my card. Oh, oh, FBI. In case you want to follow up any more oh, after this conversation. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, um, you said that you guys did. Are there any leads? So there haven't been any leads recently. It's more that uh, this this case is getting passed around and it came into my department and... I'm I'm covering the groundwork to see if there's anything that might have gotten missed. Reagan, this guy was in the picture that you saw online. Okay. Any any other questions? Any questions? I, I'll answer anything for you guys. I mean, I I want to love to find Johan. I miss him. You, you all obviously uh, live together. How long have you known Johan? Oh hell. Ah. Uh... We go back to the original series days. Like the Star Trek original series? Yeah. Yeah, we were kids and we were watching it together. Very cool. Um, so you, have you guys, I guess, as much as Johan is, is willing to uh, also been collaborating since then? Uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, I was a I was an, an army brat, and uh, you know there weren't a lot of folks that were over overseas that that you know were into things like I was, and you know we 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 hit it off, and uh, you know we we collaborated. He got kind of got big, and I got bigger. You know, bigger size. He didn't. He stayed. He stayed like a skinny little guy that he always is. But um, I I ballooned up a little bit. But hey, I'm working on it. Yoga. Yoga's a motherfucker, but yoga works. Yeah, I've never sweated as much as when I tried yoga for the first time. Right, there's no such thing as easy yoga. Nope. Beginner's yoga. <clears throat> Bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what was your what was your question? Oh, I, I just wondered if you were collaborating on anything. Um oh, with Johan or with, with other people? Uh with Johan. Mm, no. Not right now. He was working sure. on, he was working on a on a on a play thing. I I am curious a bit about some of his history. Um, he he has a bit of a reputation for for really um, fantastical and and avant-garde work. I was curious if, since you guys have known each other so long, if you knew where he was, what sorts of things he was drawn to, what 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 brought him to this project in particular. So he always had a question of like, what is art? And there's no answer to it, right? There's no good answer. My always said art makes you feel, but he said that, you know. If something makes you feel indigestion, is that still art? I think so. Um, he kind of fell into that. He wanted you to feel weird when you left or when, you know, with whatever he did. Uh, but he also wanted you to feel good at times for other things. Um, he's a unique bird. He gets, he gets colored the wrong way, though. I mean, he's got a vision. And when you understand his vision and you talk to him about it, you know, it comes out. He tries to explain people. Sometimes he doesn't talk to people the right way and says shit that he really shouldn't. And he... Regrets it later, but he's a good guy. Do you know much about the project that he uh, has been working on? The oh, the the, play? the King play. Yeah, uh, I heard a little bit about it. Like we would go out there, and he points to the balcony, and he would talk about a bunch of different things about it. He said that you know it was. It was more sorted than the Scottish play, right? And that it carried more baggage. He met people on Zoom and then kind of went from there. Apparently he had the whole cast, like everybody all set up even before he talked to them online. That's incredible. Do you know how he, um, what his process was for selecting the actors that he did? No, no. Here's the thing. Sometimes, okay, I'm going to use this word gently. Genius. Sometimes genius is weird, right? I don't get what he did, but rarely did he swing and miss. He didn't always knock it out of the park, but he always made contact. That's a baseball reference or a cricket reference or maybe a, even a hatchet reference. So, My dad watches baseball. I know the reference. I really don't watch much sports, but that's okay. I mean, it was just it just makes sense though, right? Yeah, makes perfect sense. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know how he picked up the, the people, but he did. And uh, this last crew, though, I worked with uh, I worked with Dickie on a couple of things uh, before um, on a couple of TV show things. That guy's an asshole. But um, that's, most... uh, that's Richard. Yeah, sorry, Richard. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, he, uh, uh, there's times when people get too into their art and then when they step into the editing room, 
And I'm sorry, dude, but you are like third on the call. You don't come in to tell me that I need to cut your scene a different way. Got a bit of an ego on him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, he wasn't bad. I mean, I did. I really had to cut a lot of his stuff. Sometimes I had to cut stuff like when he got distracted. But, you know, oftentimes that was just usually, uh, you know, toward the end. But when he was in, man, he was dialed in. I'll give him that. Um, did Sorry, is this helping? Yes, it actually is. It's, we haven't really gotten a good picture of Johan or his process. Just uh, There's only so much you can get from dry files, right? Sometimes yeah. you have to go and actually talk to people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got, you know, I think I've got some of the their interviews when they talked on Zoom saved. Oh, you saved the videos? Well, yeah, Johan did. Hang on. Um... He wanted them converted. Here's, and he walks over to the bookcase and starts going through small tins of film and pulls out a small tin of eight millimeter. Here you go. Oh my, uh, thank you. Ooh, hang on, do me a favor. Does that say A or B on it? Uh, it says B. It says B, okay, good, good, good. Means I still have the other one over there. That's one of the duplicates. So you can, you can have that one. I wanna make sure we don't get rid of that. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Is it, is it small enough to slip into my blazer pocket? Absolutely. Excellent. I'll slip it into my blazer pocket carefully. So you said that that Johan talked a great deal about about the play. Did he talk about the themes of it, about what drew him to it specifically? That it was on his, it, it was going to be a feminist, uh, like a, a feminist tour de force. That the queen in red, he has this thing about, you know, women in red and the red goddess and whatnot. Um, that whole thing going on. So yeah, the queen in red was gonna gonna be the you know the star of the show over the the king. Kind of love that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's it's an interesting take, but does that actually you know does that really stick with the 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 main the main theme of it? I mean, he said that it was. Uh, he was holding true to it, and the the, uh, the script that he found was, you know, was one of the originals, was an old script, so. Do you know, um, does he have a copy of the script here? I don't know. Um, I really haven't gone in his room since he hasn't come back. Sure, I don't blame you. Uh, okay, all right. And he stands up, puffs his chest out a little bit. All right, um, uh, give me, give me a... A moment. Absolutely. He walks down down a hallway, and you hear him pause in front of a door, take a deep breath, and then open up the door. All right, little one. Nope, nope. You're not allowed in. Medium one, get out. Do you think the third one is the large one? Oh no, that's Captain Jack. Oh, that's Captain Jack. Yeah. Oh boy, howdy. I mean, it makes sense, but uh, a lot of folks putting down. <laughs> pets as emergency contacts. I mean, if they're not super connected to people, I guess it makes sense. But um, in in an emergency, uh, a pet does not have any sort of no. authority over, say, life and death. <laughs> Captain Jack is a white American short hair with a patch on her eye. Her nose is so pink it's white. And she has beautiful blue eyes. She hops up onto the couch 
and walks over to Reagan and then just claims Reagan's leg. Reagan is is gonna start finding the sweet spot. Start start giving her let her sniff a little bit and then start rubbing the cheek and little neck scritchies behind the ears. You scratch underneath the collar and then Captain Jack rolls over and shows her belly. And you see on the collar, by her name tag, you see there is a small key. Is it a key that like looks like it is a normal key or a fancy key? Something that's like mailbox, lockbox? Lockbox. What is this to? And Reagan kind of like spins it around to see if there's a label or anything. Uh, there is not. But as soon as you go to touch it, the murder mittens come out and there is a uh, slight scratch on the back of your hand. Ooh, okay. All right. She'll kind of elbow Rowan say, there's a... Uh, She's got a key around her, around her collar. Hmm. Well. That she seems to be quite protective of. Well, if I were going to uh, keep the key of something important safe, I would give it to a cat. Claws. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Morum comes back. I'm sorry, I didn't see a, a that like an original script I've got a 20 page it looks like it's like the first act of the play oh I'd be super intrigued to see that if I may yeah yeah um, here you go and he puts it down to the coffee table in front of you thank you and I'll glance at Reagan and then glance down at the key kind of quick flash eye asking should we ask about it uh, Reagan gives a like little nod she's like um, and looks up at Morum. Our uh, captain's got a little bit of treasure here. X marks the spot, right? That's 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 <laughs> what uh, that's what Johan said. Forgive me for asking. Do you, do you know what that uh, key is to? No, I don't think it's to anything. I mean, it's it it's kind of fitting though, right? You know, the the cat's named Captain Jack and has a treasure uh, key around his neck. I mean, there's a thing for tropes, and then there's a thing for tropes. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Ain't that right? No. Oh, you like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. X parks the spot. No, that, I, I guess there is a thing for tropes, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Does Does Johan have anything like a lockbox or anything? You know, somewhere that that he might keep something super important. Uh, yeah. He he has this old briefcase that he carried with him all the time that like that that's what he had his uh his laptop in and and whatnot i thought it was just whole part of his whole you know his whole look well sure you need to have uh, an aesthetic oh yeah and you look at this guy and this guy's wearing linen pants and his t-shirt you know has been washed every day for the last three decades so it's pretty threadbare this guy lives the comfy living we can only stand. Yeah. All right. Well, you've given us a lot to go on and a lot to think about. Would you mind? I don't want to go. I don't want to go in. Do you mind if I just take a, a peek at his room? Look, um, the Veek doesn't do any drugs. The Veek doesn't drink, so we drink for him. No, that's not my concern. I'm okay. not looking for drugs or anything like that. I'm just trying to get a sense of who this person is. He was weird naturally. 
So. Some people just are. Some of my friends, some of my dearest friends have been very, very strange individuals. Aren't some of those the best? Yeah. Truly. All right. Yeah. He walks you to the door and uh, he stands in front of it and takes a deep breath and opens the door. Inside, you see a room that is not disheveled. It is organized. It is just packed with things, books and posters and films. There is a desk there. There's boxes. There are lots of boxes of varying different types of shapes and sizes. There is a single size bed over in the corner and on the wall, there is a bunch of writing and more writing that's been written over it. Like he would wake up and write things on the wall so he wouldn't forget in the morning. There are statues on the table that looks like it would be his writing table. There is a large iron statue of a man with antlers on a crown and the robes are painted yellow. Just stand there for a moment, taking it all in and then look over. Do you mind if I get a picture of that statue and the writing on the wall? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's okay. Okay, thank you. And I'll pull out my phone and still not stepping into the room because I don't want to violate that threshold, but, you know, use the camera to zoom in and take as many pictures as I can of this horned statue and then as close as I can get and maybe make some of the words kind of legible on the wall. It's rough because his handwriting is shit. (laughs) But there are sometimes symbols and pictures that are there. And you see one of the symbols is a stylized spiral. You've seen this before. You saw that at the burn on Ross's forehead. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll take a picture of that and then immediately check my phone to make sure that it hasn't ditched itself. Nope, phone is fine. The front door opens and uh, Regan, you see a man with a very bright orange beard and hair walk in, dressed in a utilicilt and has uh, like a rash guard on that's got space like nebula on it underneath a a t-shirt. And he's got a pretty chunky necklace on. They're like, hey, Morum. Oh, oh, hello. Hey. How are you? I'm all right. That's a dope kilt. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, you have very nice shoes. They match your eyes. Thanks. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Oh, not a problem. Uh, so, uh, hi. I'm, uh, I'm legendary. Oh, uh, nice to meet you. I'm, uh, redacted. Pleased to meet you. I'm here with... <laughs> um I uh, uh my companion and I are actually here um asking uh a few questions about um one of your one of your several housemates Johan. Oh, oh, uh, no, I don't I don't live with these two guys, but yeah, Johan's Oh. Johan hasn't come back. Don't know where he's at. Um but I'm sure he's okay. I mean, he's 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 a uh, he's a unique guy. Does things on his own. Has he taken off before for like indeterminate periods oh there was an entire time when we thought he was in tijuana and it was actually tahiti 
what a mistake to make. You know, I used to I used to live on the East Coast and people get so confused about Dallas versus Dulles. Right. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, what was funnier is that I was in Fiji too. So, I mean, he was just a hop, skip and a jump away from me. So I got to go meet up and hang out with him. And we have the story about these gals that were there, but that's not something that we're going to talk about today. But, you know, tell me more about Dulles. Oh, it's a, a pretty boring place, just an airport. Yeah, dull. Uh, um, I get it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what happens when you get too many airports in the same area. Yeah. So, uh, uh, how, how do you know Morham? Uh, well, I, we, we've just met, actually. Um, we were, uh, like I said, we were here just, just following up on Johan's uh, sudden... Uh, disappearance i suppose yeah um you were you around when when he dipped so yeah we often get together catch bad movies um he likes bad movies he likes good movies too but bad movies are great especially afterward and just let him bitch about them afterward it's funny it's great you know we go to the bar the the rest of us have a drink he gets a, a mexican coke and just goes off it's funny. Sometimes sometimes it gets annoying, but that's okay. He's good people. Sure. No, oh, Captain Jack, how are you? No. <laughs> good captain likes you means, you means you must be good people. I seek nothing more than the approval of cats, frankly. They're excellent judges of character. Me too. I'm all about Um, do you want to get some, get a get a drink later? Oh, I I'm probably gonna have to work i'm actually i i'm an out-of-towner so i'm gonna have to oh, perfect have to i could jet. i could show you all the places to go i mean we got a we got a dive bar down here we got a place that you never want to go to that has some of the best tacos ever because the place is scary outside i have heard there's a few of those in this city oh, absolutely but amazing tacos well uh i'll i'll see what uh what the gang is up to i i guess we're supposed to go to a, sh- a show this evening oh um where to? Morum, what, what plans do we have? And Morum... Oh, legendary's here. Hang on. Ugh. No worries. And Morum walks back into the living room and puts his arm on him. The, these these folks are uh, asking, are, are looking to help out find uh, find Johan. All right. This most sounds good. They're going to a show tonight. How about you say we uh, we escort them since they're out of toners, right? Morum looks at, at Reagan. Well, that's, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. How about we do that? Uh, the more the merrier, I suppose. Um, redacted, my my uh, companion has has the details. I'll come following behind. Yeah, apparently there's some kind of an open mic going on down at uh, the A and E Theater. Okay, where where's the A and E Theater? Uh, down on Eddie and Hyde. Thank you. Eddie and Hyde, like Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, um, we could we can meet you guys there. Sure, sounds like fun. We'll have our friends with us, if that's all right. More the merrier, right? Indeed. Um, I mean, hopefully you guys, you know, hopefully we can help you guys find anything that you need for, you know, finding Johan. Um, you know, Legendary is, uh, he doesn't live here, he, he, but he's got keys. Legendary just smiles. I mean, you got to make sure that someone can come in and check on the cats. It's very important. Absolutely. Oh, shit. The door's open. Hang on. I said get out of there. Little one. Out, out, out. Minnie, go, go. And Legendary. Hi, I'm Legendary. Hi, I'm Redacted. Nice to meet you. You got a strong handshake. 
I work in a very male-dominated industry. You study jiu-jitsu. I still do jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Not as often as I want anymore, you know, getting old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the nice part is, is it, it's all about, you know, uh, using leverage and size. Very helpful, especially yeah. as a, uh, eh, I'm not, I'm not short, but, you know. No. no, 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 no. I mean, you never want to really force, force a struggle. It's always about using, you know, leverage and speed. Are you going to be training while you're here in, uh, in the city? Uh, I hadn't planned to. Do you know anywhere? Yeah, actually, uh, my buddy over there, uh, down the way, uh, we train out of his garage, but it's got, we go back more toward the roots of things, you know, cut away some of the, the, the corporate bullshit. Always love to hear that. Uh, I will just have to say that I I have to be kind of careful and Rowan gestures at her glasses. I have very strong light sensitivity. So. Oh, that that's okay. Uh, one of my partners has got a got a weird light allergy too. So. Oh, well, uh, always always good to find other people who uh, understand. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we can even do it all in red light. That would be actually very helpful. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. It's good to meet friends. Any any claps his hand and, and rubs his hand together. Always good to make new friends. Yes. And he puts his arm around Morum. Actually, Morum puts his arm around him uh, as he comes back. Got them out. Um, did, did you folks need anything else? I think for now, you've given us quite a lot to work with. And we'll, we'll be in touch if there's anything else that... Uh, any other questions that we think of or anything that you think of that might be helpful. I got your card. You have my card. I have yours. We can we can stay in touch easily that way. And I mean, we're going to go see a show tonight. Sounds good. Well, we, we will be there. Wonderful. We'll see you there. Cat gravity has set in, Regan. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Amorum goes over and, and, and picks up Captain Jack and begins giving her scratches behind her ears. Uh, she's a delight. Yeah, sorry. You got on dark pants. She always does that. Oh, that makes sense. I'm kind of amazed she didn't go for me with the black pants and the black blazer. Mm, don't know. Pleased, but surprised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, oh shit. Do you guys want anything to drink? I mean, even though you're leaving. Oh, I think we're good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And gently extricate ourselves from the apartment. Okay. Screen wipe back to River and Ross. You head to the hotel entrance and you have to take an elevator up. It dings and uh, opens up in this old time, pretty spacious elevator. And uh, you see that there is a desk directly in front of the elevator, like a reception desk. And there is a middle-aged black woman working there. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Chambers Hotel. How can I help you today? Uh, we were just in the area. We're looking into... We'd heard about those missing persons case. Missing persons case? Yeah, there was apparently a production that rented out some rooms here back in August. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't here then. That's news to me. Oh, no. That's not good. We're... Did they go missing from the hotel? Um, I guess it was one of the last places that people they were seen was the hotel oh. and like the theater downstairs. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know anything about that. I mean, you get do 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 you two need a room? I mean, we do the rooms by you know we can do by the night or by the hour. 
whichever works, or you can rent out for the week. No questions asked. No judgment. I think we're fine. Um, we're just curious. Um, I mean, was... are we all at some time? <laughs> uh, nervous laughter. Uh, we were just more curious, or I was curious. Uh, there's like nothing online about this hotel or there's like no record of it. Oh, that's because we have a special booking policy and app. Unfortunately, if you're not on that app, then you're not going to be eligible here. Uh, well, at least to book online. I mean, we do accept walk-ins. Right. Uh, I also saw that there's supposedly apartments here. Do people live here uh, like long-term? There's a, f- there's a few folks that do live here long-term, yes. Okay. And that's separate from the hotel? Uh, kind of. Okay. And are you owned by the same people who own the theater? Honey, you don't ask you don't ask a person like me if they're owned by anyone. Sorry. Um do you mean the hotel? The, oh my god. I, yeah, the hotel obviously. The yeah, the hotel. It's okay. It's okay. We get better. Um the the hotel is owned by the same group that owns the the theater downstairs. Gotcha. Do you happen to have a a phone number address for the owners? I uh, I do have a mailing address for them, sure. Here is our corporate card and their phone number. Great. The mailing address is Helena, Montana. Yes, we, we expected that now. And also this address, but the P.O. box is in Helena. Is there anything else I can do for you, uh, fine, fine folks, fine gentlemen? How long have you worked here? Oh, I, I just started here in November. How, how did you come, uh, find out about the position? Funny thing, it, I, it was recommended to me. Um, would you mind sharing who recommended it? Uh, my friend Fallon. Fallon recommended it. Uh, she had worked here for uh, a, a long time. Oh, so she would have been working here in August? I think so. And where does she work now? She's currently on holiday. Any chance we could get in touch with her? It would be really big help tracking down these people if we could... Talks to somebody who worked in the hotel when they were staying here. I'm really sorry, but I giving out that type of information, I, I don't I, I don't think that that's that's proper. I totally understand. Um, well, you, you've been very helpful. I mean, I obviously we didn't get the answers we wanted, but it's understandable that you 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 know you're you told us what you can, and we appreciate that. Well, that's okay. As long as you can sing the, the virtues of the sisters, we will be fine. Was there a phone number on the contact information she gave us? On the business card, yes. Well, uh, I guess we've got what we can get here. Uh, you you have any other uh, questions uh, redacted? Uh, I think I'm good. Uh, thank you. You've been very helpful. Well, thank you. And, and you know, the song is sweet on my lips as if they were yours those uh company slogans here they make you say oh no 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 it, it that's sincere okay so, so, so sorry i'm i'm is is that a quote from something in particular it, it it's a little bit unusual phrasing it's just oh it is i'm sorry i didn't mean to I, no, didn't no, mean no, no I'm, I, I'm i'm just curious where where it comes from oh it's just been something that that you know our family said for generations. Oh. 
Well, that's a uh, family history is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you. You're welcome. When you turn around to leave, looking at the window, you see the garden outside is this lush green garden with beautiful flowers and birds of paradise style flowers. Did we see a garden? Is this a, a window that looks out the back of the building? No. So that's looking to where the street should be. Yes. Presses the button for the elevator and tries not to think about it. What a lovely view, and I'm going to take a picture of it. Okay. Go ahead and give me a sanity roll for both of you. Oh, thank you. Ross is like, nope. <laughs> 17. Okay. Out of? Out of 57. All right. 47 out of 50. Ross, you get into the ele- elevator and you are hyperventilating a little bit. You're okay. Mechanically, you haven't lost any sanity, but mm-hmm. whew, something's not right. Weird feeling. Yep. Mm-hmm. The door opens and you are looking out onto Eddy Street. You look up. You do not see a window. There could not be a window because there's an elevator shaft. Well, um, yes, welcome to interdimensional space. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely something we'll have to mention to the group. It's still about noon. Maybe one o'clock. Well. All right, let's go grab some lunch and... I don't know, I guess grab lunch and then we can text Rowan and see what our next assignment is. I guess so. I don't know about you, but uh, even if it is noon, I think I could use a drink. Yeah, that's... Mm, no, that's why I'm good. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Ross. I'm Christy Bauer, and I play Reagan. I'm Dan Voschkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 7 is an adaptation written by me, Dan Voschkevich, based on the Fragments of the King chapters written by John Wick, Toby Abad, Fabian Badia, Ben Warner, and Rob Justice. Our intros this season were written by Alondra Heilman and performed by Grant Corvin. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episode, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Danny, Tom Padula, Kit Thompson, Lady Bedeville, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Bomb Clancy, Naya Fenris, Shrek Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Devils, Robbie Nowell, J. Matthews 85, Flynn Gallagher, Phoenix Team Handler Dennis, Knitting Daddy Greg, Multicam Yeti, Scott Miller, Rogue, Jacqueline Parrish, and Monsieur Quack. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. 
Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Ren Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube channel a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis and have a bunch of content archived on their YouTube channel. Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland, A-L-L-E-N. You can find him at alanstrickland.net for his classical compositions. Join us next week. In the sins of the father, retribution comes due. Barrels spall dwindle to anxious supply, and we face a threat with such a human goal we cannot succumb lest it gluttonizes us from within and without.